VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on? Hope you're enjoying your Friday morning slash late Thursday night. A lot going on here. Thursday night football, the crazy bowl games. Learned how to pronounce one of my favorite products. Eventful evening. Very much so. Get to a interesting ruling in the association as far as suspensions go. But let's start it off here with some ball, shall we? We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We'll help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. How about them Cowboys? We'll start off with Dallas. They got a win. Got a win. It was a sleepy win, but a win nevertheless. They won by two touchdowns against the Tennessee Titans, 27-13. And it was not picturesque. It was not a work of art. It was against a team that was resting a bunch of their starters. No Derrick Henry for the Titans. No Jeffrey Simmons for Tennessee, among others. But a win is a win. Dallas moves on, gets the W. Dalton Schultz with two touchdown grabs. The tight end over there for the Titans. With a little, uh, it's not a neck roll, not like a neck brace. He's got like the... uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like this little neck thing. It might help with balance. I don't know. I got to do a deep dive into that. I don't know what the, what's going on there, but I think it's for balance. Dalton Schultz with two touchdown catches. The Cowboys 
wearing their Arctic Cowboy white uniform on Thursday Night Football. That's right. That's what they called it. Dallas wore their Arctic Cowboy unis, and they got the win. Now, reason for concern here going forward, because it's not about beating an undermanned Titans team on Thursday Night Football. It's about spinning this thing forward for Dallas. And I thought there were a lot of reasons for concern over here with the Dallas Cowboys. Concern number one, Dak Prescott continues to turn the football over. Two interceptions. Got to protect the football better. Got to protect the ball better with the playoffs right around the corner. Now, one interception was not his fault at all. Bounced off one of his backup tight ends. It's a great pass. The tight end just bobbled the ball, led to a pick. Not his fault whatsoever. But the other interception was completely Dak Prescott's fault. I don't know what he was doing. Threw it right to Kevin Byard, the stud safety for the Titans. Just not good. It's okay against a team like the Titans. You're going to get away with that. But come playoff time, he's just got to protect the ball better. He's got five games with multiple interceptions this season. That's got to be a whole lot better. And he is trending in the wrong direction. Now, reason for concern, number two, Tyler Biotish. Let's talk some offensive linemen, shall we, here. Let's get knee deep. So Dallas's center was carted off the field. He got rolled up on. Happens all the time with offensive linemen, and it's unfortunate, but it's always a bad sign when your teammates immediately look to the sideline and start motioning the trainers to get on the field and help out this poor guy. Get over, come on. And that's what happened. He was carted off the field, didn't return. That's a big deal because they had to completely rearrange their offensive line. Dallas moved Connor McGovern. He kicked over to center. You had... Tyler Smith, he kicked over to guard, and then you brought in the 40-year-old Jason Peters to play left tackle. That's a lot of rearranging right there. And by the way, hats off to Jason Peters at 40 years old, still getting it done as an offensive tackle in the NFL. That is awesome right there. But if Biotish is out, if he's missing significant time, I just rattled off all the rearranging that had to take place. That is not a good situation for Dallas moving forward in the playoffs if they're missing their center. Reason for concern number three, Micah Parsons had a cast on his hand. He had the big old club cast. He's wearing that for a reason, right? The hand, all the digits, not not everything is, is bien over there, right? Not everything bueno over there for our guy, Micah Parsons. So, There were reasons for concern when you look forward when the Cowboys are in the playoffs and they're playing the big boys. Not so much about Thursday night against the Titans. It's about looking forward. I'm Brian Noe in for Big Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, what is truly in bad form here, I started off with the winning locker room. That is not how Ben typically gets down. Thinks the better story is in the losing locker room. I rearranged the order over here. They Cowboys rearranging their offensive line. I'm rearranging the order. Let's get to the losing locker room right here. Now, a couple of interesting things with the Tennessee Titans. So, it's their QB situation. They signed Joshua Dobbs eight days before Thursday night football. They signed the guy on December 21st off the Lions practice squad. 
And he started for the Titans. That was his first ever NFL start. He hadn't played in a game before Thursday night against the Cowboys. The last game he played was in week 17 of the 2020 season. So we're talking two years ago, this guy played a game in the NFL, and yet he was starting on Thursday night. Not a ringing endorsement for the rookie Malik Willis. And so the question becomes this for the Titans, who starts next week? The division is on the line. It's going to be Titans at Jags. Should be a ratings bonanza over there, but Titans at Jags for the AFC South. And this week didn't matter whatsoever. It all comes down to next week. So they started Josh Dobbs, and the real question becomes, next week matters. Next week is your season on the line. Who is behind center? Who are you starting? Is it the Rook Malik Willis, or is it Josh Dobbs who was signed eight days ago? It's going to be Josh Dobbs. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. He played pretty well, all things considered. Only been with the team for eight days, and that was his first ever NFL start, and there was no Derrick Henry. The defense was undermanned. Like, that was not too bad. Throwing for 232 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Not the worst ever. And you compare that to Malik Willis. So Malik Willis, the third-round rookie, he started three games this season. And he hasn't cracked 100 yards passing in any of those games. I'm not asking for 250 yards or something. We're just talking about 100. Just get to triple digits. He hasn't done it in any game. He's completing just a smidge over 50% of his passes, which is awful. And in those three games, he's thrown for 276 yards and three interceptions. He has not been good at all throwing the football. Now, he has been able to run the ball pretty well. He's gained 123 yards on the ground, and he's rushed for a touchdown. But I think it's going to be Josh Dobbs. I think you're going to roll with Dobbs. That seemed to be the general feeling on prime video. Ryan Fitzpatrick, former NFL quarterback, he was asked the question, do you start Dobbs next week? And he was emphatic. He's absolutely, absolutely, without a question. I don't know if it was as much a ringing endorsement of Josh Dobbs or just a lack of belief in Malik Willis or a cocktail of both, you know? But I think that's what's going to happen with the Tennessee Titans. One other thing that applies more to the league than just the Tennessee Titans. How about this? So the Titans, they are currently in 11th place in the AFC. They're number 11 in the AFC. If they beat Jacksonville next week, they move all the way up to number four. They'd be the four seed in the playoffs. I don't know about you guys, but I've griped about this for years. I just don't think it makes sense for a division winner to get an automatic home game. If Tennessee jumps from 11 to number seven, let's say they've got the worst record of all the playoff teams, well, then you should be seeded the lowest. That's how I see. I don't know why you get the extra cherry on top, which is a significant cherry, by the way. Right, Getting a home game in the playoffs is a big deal. I don't think you should get that just because you won your division. I mean, really, look at the standings here. And I'll rattle them off for you in case you don't happen to be looking at the standings right now. You know, If you look at 
the AFC South winner. Best case scenario, Jacksonville, let's say they win their last two games. Jacksonville would be 9-8. and eight. Like, they're not going to have a better record. The, the Ravens already have 10 wins. You know, the Chargers already have 9 wins. Chances are they win one of their two remaining games against the Rams and Broncos, right? Like, so there are going to be multiple teams with better records than Jacksonville. That's just odd to me. If you look at the NFC, it stands out even more. The Cowboys, who just won on Thursday night, they are 12-4. and And right now, they're a five seed. They're looking up at the four seed, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, the Cowboys, even if Tampa wins on Sunday against Carolina, Tampa would be 8-8. Eight and eight. Even if Tampa wins, the Cowboys would still have four more wins this season. Which is more impressive? Is it Dallas being 12-4? and four, And by the way, having an Eagles team who's 13-2, and two, the Giants and Commanders are currently in the playoffs. Everybody in their division is currently in the playoffs. Or is it Tampa leading their cesspool of a division? It's a joke that Tampa would get a home playoff game. I don't know why the NFL continues to do this. It's just the way it's always been done. That doesn't mean it makes sense to continue to do it going forward. If it was the other way, think about this. If it was the other way, if you let's say you get a playoff berth if you win your division. Okay, you at least get into the playoff field. But then we we do the seeding based on record. We don't care if you're an, a non-division winner or a division winner. We're just seeding you based on your record. If that's the way it's always been done, would it make any sense whatsoever to change it to what it actually is now? Imagine if we just seeded everybody based on their record, top to bottom. And somebody came along and said, you know what, why don't we change things up? Why don't we have the four division winners? Why don't we have those teams host these playoff games, and then the non-division winners, well, they're the wild cards, and we just seed them below the division winners. And someone would raise their hand and be like, even if, like, you know, the the wild card team has four more wins than the division winner, like, even then? Yeah, even then. We'd still do it that way. You'd look at that person and be like, that is stupid. That doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> but... I think you just get used to the way things are, and you're like, well, you know, division winner, you get a home playoff game. It's just amazing to me that the Titans, who are 7-9 and nine right now, if they win next week to improve to 8-9, and nine, they're a four seed. No questions asked. And they host a playoff game. That's amazing to me. I wish that would change. I would change that immediately. That would be... I like making New Year's resolutions for other people or leagues or whatever. You know, I make a couple of my own, but it's more fun to make resolutions for others. You know, that's one resolution I would have for the NFL. Change this weird seating process. If you win your division, cool. You're in the playoffs. That doesn't mean you automatically get a home playoff game. You have to earn that by, I don't know, winning games. Right? Winning more than the other teams who are in the playoffs. 
If you do that, then yeah, then you earn your home playoff game. New Year's resolution for the NFL. Make that happen. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, what's going on here? We got lots to do. Lots going on here. Big news yesterday with a quarterback being benched. His replacement has made some comments that I find to be a little bit interesting over here. Get to that here. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So Derek Carr, Raiders quarterback, he has been benched for the final two games. We covered that story extensively yesterday. 
So I'm not going to dive into the whole thing here. Cliff's Notes version. Derek Carr, if he gets injured these final two games and doesn't pass a physical next year, then his uh, contract becomes fully guaranteed, at least uh, the injury part of it, to the tune of $40 million. The Raiders are looking to move on, so they put him in bubble wrap. They're not going to play him, and they're looking to move on from him. They'll most likely have to release him. Ideally, they'd like to trade him. They're probably going to have to cut him, and this is the first step toward doing that. Now, the replacement is a guy named Jared Stidham. So he'll be making his first career start on Sunday against the number one defense in the NFL, the San Francisco 49ers. And he had a couple of comments on Thursday, and he talked about this being a dream come true, which I can totally appreciate it being. He's worked a long, long time to start in the NFL. The timing of it is so NFL. It's Derek Carr gets really kicked to the curb. And now Jared Stidham gets an opportunity. And so Stidham said, you dream of playing in the NFL as a kid. And to start a game in the NFL, it's a dream come true. But at the same time, I've tried to prepare the same every single week. Okay. Good for him. But man, that is so apropos, if you will, right? Like, that is life in the NFL. One guy's chance is another guy's catastrophe, if you will. And that's what we're looking at here. Now, he's all, you know, this is his first start. He's gung-ho about everything. Facing the, the 49ers' number one ranked defense. Yeah, it's a great challenge. I'm a firm believer in whatever it is in life that you do. You're not going to get any better unless you do it against the best. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited about it. And I think would be a great challenge for us. Uh, I know we're looking forward to it. So that's Jared Stidham about facing the Niners. We'll see how it goes on Sunday. But here's the real portion of the thought here as it relates to Derek Carr. With the news breaking yesterday that Derek Carr was headed to the bench and then he decided to leave the Raiders and that whole thing, there were a lot of people saying that Derek Carr deserves better than this benching. Um, I saw a lot of comments after the show last night. I saw him today. I saw a few things. Of, he deserves better. And I really started thinking about that. And the conclusion I came to is, no, he doesn't. He doesn't deserve better. There are two parts to this. Part one is the value that NFL players possess. It's based on the present and the future. It is not based on the past. That's the way it works, and that's very important to understand. The value that NFL players possess, it's about the present, what you're doing right now, the future, what you project to be doing for the franchise, not the past. It's not about what you have done. It's about what you're currently doing and what you project to do going forward. That's it. That's the value that you possess. So if you apply it to Derek Carr, what's the present? Well, he was leading the league in interceptions until Dak Prescott threw two of them on Thursday Night Football. Now they're tied. But going into Week 17, Derek Carr had thrown the most interceptions in the NFL. So his present wasn't good. What's the future? Eh, not great. He's been with the Raiders for a long time. They haven't gotten over the hump. They're looking to move on. 
So whatever he's done in the past that has been good, that doesn't matter as much as the present and the future does. That's the way it works. Part two of this is get the word deserves out of your head when it comes to the NFL. Because I could bore you for the next two plus hours on all of these players who quote unquote deserved better in the NFL, but it's just not realistically the way things play out. If you look at Peyton Manning, did he deserve better with the Indianapolis Colts? Yes, absolutely. The guy got released. I'll never forget the press conference with Jim Ursay, the team owner, and Peyton Manning. And, you know, it's like a, a couple that's divorcing and they're just putting on a, a good face and, you know, saying positive things, but they're moving on in life without each other. You know, Peyton Manning delivered a Super Bowl. He had all these gaudy numbers. They won a ton of games. He saved the franchise from moving. They have Lucas Oil Stadium because of Peyton Manning. Like He was a huge part of the Indianapolis Colts' success in their franchise. So, of course, he deserved better. But the way it works in the NFL is it's about the present and the future. It's not about the past. The tricky thing with Peyton Manning is he still had a lot of game left in him. He still won another Super Bowl in Denver. He still set records, threw for 55 touchdowns in a season. So he still had a lot more tread on the tire, but not as much as Andrew Luck. Even though Andrew Luck retired early, Andrew Luck, the Colts didn't know he was going to retire that early. He projected to be a, a 10, 15-year starting quarterback who was going to be a stud for the Colts. And so they moved on from Peyton Manning. Sure, he deserved better, but... What you deserve often isn't what you get in the NFL based on what you have previously done. There are other examples. I think about the Bears. Think about Brian Urlacher. Great linebacker for Chicago. And after all that he had done, Hall of Fame career, absolute monster for that franchise. When it was at the end, they offered him a, a low contract. It was the opposite of a godfather offer. You know, the godfather is, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. What the Bears did, they offered him something he couldn't accept. And they knew it. And so there was a lot said at the time, like, how can you treat one of your legendary players this way? And how can they do this to Erlacher? And There's an argument to be made that that's the case. But again, you go back to, it's not about the past. It's about the present and the future. And sometimes Hall of Famers get done dirty. They don't get what they deserve in the eyes of a lot of fans. But they do get what NFL teams think is in their best future, is in their best interest for their present and their future. That's the way it goes. So all of this talk about Derek Carr deserved better, I think the problem is living in the deserve world. That's not where the NFL is. Like, if you think like that, you're applying a standard that the NFL doesn't operate by. These NFL teams don't operate by, hey, let's let the legendary player have a couple more seasons, even though, man, he's really regressed. Let's just let's keep him around. You know, it's better in the long run. There's not a lot of NFL teams that do that.
You might be able to find a, a couple of examples, but way more times than not, they're like, yeah, we're going to have to move on. Joe Montana doesn't retire with the Niners. Jerry Rice doesn't retire with the Niners. There are a lot of situations like that. Oh, Aaron Rodgers looks like he's pretty good. Ah, sorry, Favre. You don't have to move on without you. Right? Like, that's the way it typically goes. Um, so I think that the deserve mindset, that might be your mindset, but you have to understand that's often not the mindset of many NFL teams. That's the way it works. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, whenever we can hear from the militia, I'm all for it here. I believe my guy Andre in uh, Massachusetts is still on with us. Andre, what's going on, man? You're on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, how you doing, Brian? Thanks for taking the call. Listen, uh, you spoke on the game tonight, and to me, this is an empty calories win uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. Didn't really show us too much. Uh, Tennessee Titans uh, choosing to rest all their players uh, for the marquee matchup uh, next week in Jacksonville. Well, a strategy which, by the way, I don't agree with. You know, this idea of resting healthy players, um, I think it kills your momentum, and there's no evidence to me that it, it bears itself out uh, down the stretch. I think a lot of team, a lot of times uh, NFL teams, you know, they rest guys like the last week or two of the season. Those teams, uh, as I understand it, they don't generally uh, go on to win Super Bowls. Back to the Dallas Cowboys, um, it was, uh, how shall we say, I have to use the word moribund. In terms, of the, in terms of the first half and what we saw, Dak Prescott, two interceptions and a fumble. One of the INTs might not have been, been his fault, but again, this, um, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. So Dak continually turning the ball over. Um, Brian, that's not going to translate in the playoffs, and that's what it's really all about for the Dallas Cowboys. So back to my original point, um, this doesn't do anything for me to say that they're now better than the Philadelphia Eagles healthy. It doesn't do anything for me to say that they're going to, uh, in a matchup with the 49ers, that I would put them ahead. Now, they're looking at this matchup with Tampa Bay, excuse me, uh, Brian, uh, because, again, the, uh, the NFC uh, South is, uh, is a joke. Um, and so, But even that game, Brian, can you tell me that if Dak continues to turn the ball over and it's a yeah. one-score game in the fourth quarter, do you trust the Dallas Cowboys over the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, with Tom Brady? You don't. So, again, Dallas Cowboys, um, you got the win, but I don't think it really said much in terms of your overall aspirations to win a Super Bowl. Thanks for taking the time, Brian. Yeah, man, no doubt. Good stuff right there, Dre. Um, yeah, hey, look, in a, a one-game scenario come playoff time, yeah, trust trust is hard to come by. <laughs> there, there, There's not a whole lot of trust because, look, man, it's the NFL. It's a parody-driven league. And uh, I would favor the Cowboys on the road against Tampa, but by no means is that just the, the stone-cold lock of the century. And think about that. If that's the way it unfolds, if it's, um, if it's Tampa hosting Dallas in uh, the wild card round, that's the way it is right now, subject to change. But let's just say it is. Let's say it's Dallas going to Tampa. Can you imagine the fallout? If Dallas loses that game. And look, crazier things have happened in the playoffs, man. It's Tom Brady. He's the GOAT, right? Like, they can wake up and just play well out of nowhere. It's not like the Dallas Cowboys are unbeatable. But if the sub-500 uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if they, I guess they have a chance to get to 9-8. and eight, But let's just say they're, they're sub-500. Uh, if they beat Dallas, oh my gosh. 
Oh my gosh. That is uh hey hey what'd you say? What what was Sean Payton's number here? It's on speed dial right here. Let, let me get Sean Payton on the line. Man, Mike McCarthy is out of a gig. Like that's what is so interesting to me. Come playoff time. The stakes are so incredibly high. It will boil down for Mike McCarthy, legacies, all this stuff. One game. And that's the interesting thing, too, is, and you don't see this very often, Tom Brady can play with, I hate this term, but if it ever applies to a team, it might apply to Tampa Bay. I mean, you're playing with house money. I typically, I can't believe I'm saying this. I almost always, we're talking like 99%. I hate when this is applied because I think it's often misapplied. Where, like, Tampa Bay... They, they're playing with house money because there are absolutely zero expectations for them to do anything of great note come playoff time. They've been a grease fire throughout this season. So they could just let it all hang out. Hey, no one expects us to win, really. So let's just have some fun and see what happens. Meanwhile, Dallas, they're expected to win. They're the team with all the wins, double-digit wins, all the success, the, the better personnel, top to bottom, all that. You might see a tight sphincter syndrome there if that unfolds. Now, the other thing I'll say about what Dre just mentioned there, the rest versus rust thing, I'll say this real fast. I would love, and I don't know the answer to this, I would love to know the teams that won the Super Bowl who did indeed rest their guys at the end of the regular season. I mean, I don't know how you dig that up, uh, a lot of legwork on that, but I would love to know the answer to that because you just you forget about this stuff. You know, like who remembers off the top of their head like, oh, yeah, actually when the Packers won the Super Bowl against the Steelers, they rested their guys in the final week of the season. I'm sure there are instances of that, and uh, I don't know which season it was for like Matt Flynn and all. You know what I mean? Like they did rest their guys at the end. I would love to know the answer to that because I guarantee it has happened. I don't know how many times Super Bowl winning teams did rest at the end of the regular season, but best believe it has happened. I just think there's this misperception that if a team rests its guys at the end of the regular season and doesn't hit the ground running in the playoffs, that, oh man, it's ru- it's rust. There's no doubt it's rust. It's got to be rust. What else could it be other than rust? It's like, well, maybe they just, they just played bad because <laughs> it happens in the NFL, man, like, so uh, I just always think that debate is very interesting. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book and all the best guests do yourself a favor and listen to straight fire with jason mcintyre on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You know, Eddie, I apologize for all these music questions, but I I can't help but ask you, listening to the uh, techno music over here, what's a concert that you've been to that a lot of people would say, wow, really, I didn't see that coming? Like, that's a surprise. Is there anything on your list? Um, hmm. Oh, well, yes, but it was because of... My girlfriend at the time. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Linda Ronstadt. I don't even know her. Uh, it was old school, but she, I don't know, maybe Roberto might remember this. She was she was like a uh, a popular singer in like the 80s, and then she had kind of a comeback by singing um, Mexican music. Okay, nice. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Eh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, not really, no. I've seen. Uh, it was all right, I guess. I don't know. I, I there were a lot of other things I would have rather have done, Brian. Yeah, yeah. no, I get it. I've seen uh, a couple of country artists before. I've seen Loretta Lynn, who put on a great show. It was just uh, like some friends were in town. I was living in Nashville at the time, and uh, one of my 
friends of a friend was like, hey, man, you want to go see uh, Loretta Lynn? I was like, all right, sure. <laughs> I'm in. She put on a great show. It was at the Ryman. A great place to go see a concert in Nashville. And I'm a big fan of blues music, actually, Eddie. I saw B.B. King four times when he was still alive. And uh, he put on an awesome show. I loved seeing B.B. King. But I've seen B.B. I saw Buddy Guy one time. Um, a lot of blues bars in Chicago. You know, Chicago's not that far from where I grew up. So would sometimes go see that. Uh, never saw Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, but that would have been an awesome uh, blues concert to see. But yeah, blues. Love the blues. Uh, so I've seen a few shows there. Uh, I saw, let's see, a couple of country artists. Um, I saw What was Blake the original Shelton. question that you asked, Eddie? <laughs> I, it was because we were listening to techno music. What's something on your list, concert-wise, Coop, where some people would be like, wow, I didn't see that coming. Like you've seen that, oh, that band or to? artist. or gotcha, Yeah, that you've gotcha. been to. You got to have something on your list, don't you? The B-52s? <laughs> that, that would work, yeah. How were they? Were they good? Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it was fun. <laughs> What's what, the story what I... behind you going to that? Uh, they were playing at the Chumash Casino, and I was in line at the uh, like the player's rewards desk, Yeah, and some lady was like, I can't go to the concert. Do you guys want my tickets? I'll give you all four for like 25 bucks and we're like yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's good you know it's uh i hate to take this conversation in a different direction it just reminded me of a random story it was a, a new york yankees game i can't remember exactly how this worked out where i had i think i had bought tickets and the way we went there it was with some, like, I don't even know, some traveling. It was with the radio station, and we went by bus there, and they gave us free tickets or something like that. And so I was going to try to sell the tickets I bought, something like that. And uh, we're standing in line, and I'm like, I don't know who I'm going to sell these to. And there were, like, three kids who came up, and they are like, hey, you got any extra tickets? And I'm like, kind of. Do you have money? And they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> they are like, no, we have no money. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, I kind of want to get rid of these. I don't want them to go to waste, but I'd like to get some cash for them. And I'm just like looking around like, what's my other option? And there's just these kids that are like, give them to us. We want to go to the game. And I'm like, fine, here, here you go, man. Take the tickets. <laughs> I wanted to turn it into a profit. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it there. Roberto, you have anything on your concert list, man? Anything that would uh, be a curveball we didn't see coming? Well... This was like I had just graduated high school, and uh, I still wasn't into the like my parents' music at the time, which was like regional Mexican music. I know they wanted to go to see Vicente Fernandez, who was like the legend in Mexican music. And I was like, all right, I'll go. The whole family was going, and it was great, man. I loved it. I had a blast, and we went four years straight after that, and it was it was freaking awesome. That's cool, man. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah, I think I would encourage everybody just pick pick a genre. That's not your go-to and just go to a concert and see. Sometimes it works the other way. I went to, I lost a bet. His, I was doing radio in Albany, New York. I lost a bet to my producer at the time. I had to go see Dave Matthews band. <laughs> and I, I'm like, all right, it's not really my thing. It's but I'll I lost a bet. I'll check it out. I went there and listen, when I tell you this, I do respect them as musicians. The individually they're great musicians. I hated it. 
I hate was it, it like was it like the and there's like the energy it was what was the worst part about it the music itself it's just, I can't even explain it right Roberto it's like if there's a certain happiness kind of like <laughs> a, almost like a hippie happy go lucky <laughs> happiness I freaking hate it and I don't know why I, I know exactly what you're talking about that's hilarious. But it's it's only that if it's like a I don't know if it's a top forty happiness if it's an R and B happiness no problem if it's sort of a hippie hey man everything's green and I'm just happy I'm like I freaking hate it I don't know why I've got a screw loose when it comes to <laughs> so you would you would not be uh you would never be a deadhead oh my gosh I've almost <laughs> I I don't know if I've told you this scoop but this goes back to my time in college, I had a good friend. I almost got into a fight with one of my good friends for playing the dead in his own house. I just kept turning his stereo off. I don't know what got into my head. I was in his house, and he just turned on the Grateful Dead, and I'm like, no, this sucks. I'm, I'm not doing this. And I would just turn it off. And he'd be like, what are you doing? And he would just turn it back on, and he would leave, and I would turn it back on. We almost got into a fight because I kept turning off his own music. Yeah, they're perfect. I don't know what's wrong with me, man. I've got issues. All right, we'll get into it. It might actually be a good thing for this team if its rival wins on Sunday. First, though, Eddie Garcia is with us, and he's got an update for us. Mr. Garcia, you take it away, bud. And I'm going to repeat a story I've told you. You probably don't remember because <laughs> you don't remember. Uh, I, I went to two Super Bowls. Uh huh. No, I do remember. Yeah. Let me get try to get this right. Yeah. Were they not both the Steelers? No, wait, wait, wait. No. Hold on. I, it was One. no way. I know. I remember. It was 42 and 43. It was the Giants undefeated, and yeah. then you saw your Steelers against right. the Arizona Cardinals. But I'm so anti halftime show. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That I did not watch either Bruce Springsteen or Tom Petty. Man. When they were performing at halftime, I just walked around the stadium. I do remember that, and it sounds like you have no regrets about that either. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Zero. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford, our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 
Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.